Welcome to New Life Church Sermons. We hope you enjoyed today's message. If you'd like to connect more with us, go to newlifesl.church. It says, it's uh, Acts 4.31, it says, And when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. Praise the Lord. As, we, as I begin to talk and, and, and teach here a little bit, I wanted us, if we could just pray, just to bring, bring his presence down. He's already here, but I'm going to say that. When, when, we got, when we got here just a while ago and people were praying, like Brother Ryan said, it, it's not even set in stone like, hey, get here on Wednesday for early prayer. But the ch- this church has a mind set to pray. And I'm telling you, when we, you guys begin to start praying, you could start feeling it. And it says in the scripture, when they were gathered together in prayer, the place was shaken. And I'm telling you, when things begin to shake, things begin to come loose and begin to fall down. So, and just, just a little bit, Lord, Heavenly Father, God, have your way in this service today, Lord. God, I pray, God, let your will be done in this place, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. I rebuke, rebuke any spirit of doubt, any spirit of confusion. Lord, in your mighty name, give us boldness as we come before you right now, Lord. God, create us a clean heart, Lord God. God, as we hear the word to you, God, God, let it be pleasing to you, Lord Jesus. In your mighty name, Lord, we praise you, God. Let us continue to have a mind of prayer to you, Lord God. In your mighty name we worship you and praise your name Lord Jesus Heavenly Father Heavenly Father hallelujah if you believe he's got power oh give him praise today if you believe he's got power give him praise today hallelujah Jesus we worship you we give you praise and glory Lord hallelujah 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 oh fill this house Lord Jesus in your mighty name in your mighty name Lord Hallelujah, Jesus, you alone are worthy. You alone are worthy of the praise. You alone are worthy of the praise. Amen. It feels so good in this house. Amen, amen. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. trying to do some printing on my computer today and uh, it did not print so I had to go old-fashioned and write it out I almost forgot how to how to print like it's been a while (laughs) praise the Lord praise the Lord today's society this culture that we live in is so interested in in this journey of discovering uh, Identity. I mean, you hear it everywhere. I identify as this and that. And it, 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 yeah, we'll just leave it at that. There's personality tests. There's quizzes. You can even read books on what type of personality you have or what, what do you identify as. It seems like everyone is searching for something to tell them who they are, where they belong, and what's their purpose in this world. Genesis 127 says, God created man in his own image. And even though God would want us to find our identity in him, our natural tendency, our flesh, we tend to search and 
look for identity in external things such as our jobs, where you work, what, what your tasks, your tasks at hand and uh, you, you want to get promoted. These are just natural things that we, we want to, to do and accomplish and sometimes we can identify because we, we do that so much. Our careers, we work so hard to go to college for years and years and years and we, we set an accomplishment and a goal and we get to that goal and this is who I am and this is my identity. I am, I am a, a, a college graduate and this is who I am. Relationships, we can build our identity on relationships, our friends, our family, who we hang out with, who we part of, what our last name is. We can create an identity on relationships. Financial status is another one we can tend to find our identity in is we can have a lot of money, no money, some money, hoping for money. Everyone has this like status of like, this is who I am because of where I, I land in the financial bracket. Appearance is another source, a sense of identity that people try to find is how they look, whether it's from what they wear, what they're wearing, the clothes they're dressed like, what they look like, who they look like, how much they weigh, how much they don't weigh, what you're eating, what you're not eating. This can be another sense of identity of this is who I am because this is what I do. And after accomplishing these sense of identity and, and almost perfecting these identities that we choose, you may feel like it's a solid sense of foundation, but none of them are permanent. Any of these at any time could change without warning. You can lose your job like that. It's gone. Sorry, corporate has uh, to make some changes. We had a downsize. Good luck. Here you go. The family, your relative, the person, the friend that you draw close to, that you find security in, that you find this, this sense of uh, belonging to can go in an instant without warning. Financial institutions can fail at any time, leaving lots of people in a tremendous financial decline or situation where it could, you could be set up, your portfolio can be set up, and then at an, at an instant, you are no longer uh, set up for retirement. Our reputation, we can be, uh, we can have this identity sense of this is my reputation. I, I work so hard to build this reputation or, uh, or hold this status quo. There's so much profiles you can see where I have this many followers or this, this is my identity. I've created this type of reputation, whether it's outside, inside of church. But at any moment, acts of someone that creates a lie or something false, even though it may not be true or the whole story just the conversation of being in a negative light can cause people to look at you different. Suddenly what we've placed or established our identity in is no longer. God, however, is unchanging. 
Amen. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And when we place our identity in him, we will never be let down. Come on, somebody. And I can honestly say to that time and time again, he never fails. He never fails. He's always on time. When you decide upon what to place your identity, when you have decided to place your identity in him, you want to start, or if there's a place to start is by picking up his word, reading his word, starting to read for yourself. You see, he gave his word so we can begin to know him, to understand him. His word is unchanging. Just like he, he is unchanging, his word is unchanging. He says that on Isaiah 48, it says, The grass withers, the flowers fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. And in his word, his promises, his promises will stand forever. In order to completely understand your identity in God or where it is in God, reading more of his word will show you how he sees us. Tell somebody you are loved. You see, you were created with purpose. You're not just some carbon copy of, of some part of flesh, but God created you uniquely and with intention, with intention and purpose. Ephesians 2, 2, 8 says, For we are what he has made us, created in Christ for good works, which God prepared beforehand to be in our way of life. He's already, he's already planned it ahead of time. Before you could even think or do anything, he's already made a way for you. He's already planned, planned a path for you. When you think you have no purpose or plan, he said, child, just wait. I got a plan set for you if you just hold on. Tell someone you are chosen. You see, God came down to earth. He robed himself in flesh, allowed himself to be crucified on a cross, you see, endured pain and torture, ridicule. So you would not have to. First Peter 2 says, his word says you are a chosen generation. And not just a generation in, 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 in like timeline, but a chosen creation. He's created you purposely, intentionally. His people, your people, you're his people. Tell someone you are chosen. Tell someone you are forgiven. You see, by his death, it allowed and opened an opportunity for his blood to wash away your sins forever. John, 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all righteousness. Us as humans and our mindset, we, we can forget things, but we'll never forget them. They're stamped in our memory. Even though they're there, they're, they're always there. But God, once you, once, you, once you confess your sins to him, they're gone. He does not remember them anymore. Tell someone you are redeemed. Because when God looks at you, he doesn't see a former sinner or a former alcoholic 
a former druggie or somebody that was addicted to something or a criminal. You see, forever, whatever it was, he sees you as redeemed and a new creation. You, you don't have to define yourself in the light of your past mistakes. We do that too much. We define ourselves on everything we, I talked about in the beginning, our jobs, our careers, our, our financial status. We define ourselves on what we or what the outside external thinks of us. But God says you don't have to define yourself in that. He said that you are chosen, you're forgiven, you're redeemed. Ephesians 4, 22 says that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man which has created, which was created according to God and true righteousness and, and holiness. You see, you can worship and praise and victory and knowing that you are no longer bound or held captive of those sins anymore because you are a new man, a new creation, a new identity in Christ. When you place your identity in him, you become that new creation. Amen. You see, you are also a child of God. And when you have been made brand new, you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, been baptized in his name. God sees you as a, a cherished child, a child of his, who bears his name. Just like an earthly adoption in a legally binding process, you inherit the name and it becomes a permanent part of your life. So much more it is when you begin to have a spiritual adoption through Jesus. It's just as permanent and binding. His name is now your name. His promises that he's given is your promises. Come on, somebody. His victory is your victory. Hallelujah. We are his children. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Tell someone, I am a child of God. The truth is, though, we can say all those things and shout today and amen today and put our hands in the air today and, but be down tomorrow. Everyone has made mistakes. Everyone has sinned. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. If you've truly repented, God has forgiven you for all these things. Too many times we continue to fall in this identity crisis, going back and forth, back and forth, in our relationship with God, am I in, am I out? Am I worthy, am I not worthy? 
Too many times the devil, the enemy will remind you of how unworthy you were or where you came from. He will show us our faults. We begin to have this identity theft situation going on where we can't find ourselves anymore in him. As I'm coming to an end, in order for God to show you your full purpose in him, you're going to have to get in his word, build a prayer life, and continually ask God for his direction. Church, don't be scared where God wants to take you. Don't be scared what he wants to do for you, someone. I'm talking to someone today. We're so uncomfortable to get out of this place of comfort. I heard someone say, and I don't, I don't know if it was pastor, but he said, where God guides, God provides. Where God guides, God provides. And that is the truth. When you step out in faith, when God's telling you to do something and you step out in faith, just watch. Watch what he will do in you. We can get each other all hyped up. We're loved, we're chosen, we're forgiven, we're redeemed. But until we believe what God did at Calvary for us, it was for us that what you were brought out of, what you were delivered from, what you were saved from, that is why he did that. He did that for you, for us. A saint, a person on the pew, you are meant to be here. Come on, somebody, believe that. You are meant to be here. Young person, elder, middle-aged saint, God has purpose for you. God has purpose for you. Sometimes you've been, if you've been here for a while, God has purpose for you still. Because there's been those that have been here for a while that feel like God had purpose but he may not have purpose anymore. No, no, no. God has purpose for you still. Today I'm asking, has, has anyone, have anyone been feeling that they've been having an identity crisis? If we can stand... Maybe you've been feeling hopeless, defeated. Church. Lose your identity 
in this world. I was talking to my son recently. Maybe a while, he may not even remember this conversation. How that, I don't know what you call this show, was it Generation Z? How what this generation is? They're so open in like Christianity. They're so open to not just talk about it, but express it. I mean, there's like websites after websites that promote Christian attire. And it's giving scriptures on the, on the shirts, back, front, legs, pants, hoodies, and it's everywhere. And it's, it's, it's like a fad, like a fashion statement. But they're so proud to wear this. You see, they, some may, maybe some haven't, but you see, they have lost their identity in the world. They figure, I'm, this is my identity. When I was younger, it was kind of like secretive, I felt like. Like, you wouldn't wear a shirt like that because you may be afraid of someone making fun of you, maybe. Like, that's just how it was. But I told a man, I'm just... This generation, God is going to pour his spirit down like no other. And, 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 and that doesn't mean that everyone outside that generation, God doesn't have a purpose for. Because, see, we've been through things that that generation has not been through. We've survived things that that generation did not survive, but we're there to support that generation. We're here as all ages outside of that generation to support that revival that God's going to bring. So lose your identity in this world. Don't, don't hold on to this identity that this world wants to feed you, but yet embrace your identity in Christ. Embrace it. Embrace it. Just like the, them out there were just wanting people to know this is the God I serve. This is the God I serve. You want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. Talk about it to somebody. Tell somebody your testimony. Tell, some, tell somebody where God has brought you from. Because every one of us has a testimony here. Come on, somebody. God has brought you out. God, God has brought you out. And I want to just, I want to just rebuke the devil on this, like right now. You've came out of something. The, the Lord has brought you from some place of darkness. Don't, in a sense, don't be proud of it, but don't be ashamed of it. Because you, this is where you're at right now. You're not, you're not there right now. And so too many times the devil wants to tell you, hey, don't tell them about that. You don't want nobody knowing that about you. But it's really the devil don't want nobody knowing that's where you used to be. And what God can bring you to. 
I'm telling you, get some boldness in you, church, and don't be afraid to tell somebody your testimony. Hallelujah. There's an old song that says, take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Hallelujah. If we can just go into prayer right now, just in prayer, just Lord, take this whole world, God. God, Lord Jesus, God, don't, don't let me be defined, God. I know I'm not going to be defined, Lord, but my past mistakes, Lord. But God, I want to be defined, God, of what you're doing new in my life, Lord. What you're going to do new, God, the new things you got in my life. Preparing a pathway that you prepared a long time ago, Jesus. I want to be there, Lord. Jesus, in your mighty name right now, God, touch us, Lord. God, give us strength, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, in your mighty name. Don't let us feel defeated. Don't let us feel hopeless, Lord. In your mighty name, Jesus. Somebody today, if you're feeling that way, if you're feeling helpless, if you're feeling depressed and down, feeling like God's got no purpose for you, I'm telling you right now, God has got purpose for you. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. In your mighty name, Lord, hallelujah, Jesus. In your mighty name, Jesus, Lord, we worship you. We worship your mighty name, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. That's it. Embrace him. Embrace his identity. Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship your mighty name. We give you glory, Jesus. We give you glory. We give you glory, Jesus.